Hey mamas, welcome to the Mom Desk Club and welcome to my desk. I am so glad that you're here with us today, especially because today is a kickoff of our brand new season, season two, and we are going to be focusing and diving in this month for time-saving hacks for busy moms working from home. I think that you're really gonna enjoy this season. I'm really gonna enjoy this season because I need some time-saving hacks in my life. <laughs> and I need some productivity boosts for sure. So grab your coffee, let's sit down, let's just have a quick chat about today's topic, which, drum roll, is going to be about the Pomodoro technique and other time-saving tips for work-at-home moms. Now, I did not really know about the Pomodoro technique up until recently. Really, when you think about it, I probably have been utilizing aspects of this for a really long time in my work-at-home life. Pomodoro technique, just kind of to dive into it. The, I can't remember the name of the guy who kind of created this technique, but he called it the Pomodoro technique because he had a little tomato shaped timer that he kept on his desk and Pomodoro, which I'm sure I'm not pronouncing it correctly, is Italian for tomato. So that was where the name of this came about, but he realized that he was a whole lot more productive if he would set his timer for 25 minutes and focus really hard on one task for just 25 minutes. And then as soon as his timer went off, stood up, took a break, got away from his desk, took five minutes to just kind of reset his brain, let his brain relax, give him something different to think about, and then he would come back, set his timer for 25 minutes again, and crank it out. Now, I don't know how effective this will be as a work-at-home mom. I'm really interested to try it because I've got a couple projects that I have been putting off and delaying for a really long time, and I'm thinking that if I try setting the timer, and I know that timers will help because I've utilized timers before in my work, I think it will help. My trouble is that there are a lot of distractions, especially as a work-at-home mom. So just because you set a timer and you decide that you're going to work for 25 minutes doesn't mean that there's not going to be some kind of crazy distraction whether that's a dirty diaper or two kids fighting or I was gonna say like somebody came knocking on the door which is obviously a possibility I don't run into that very often generally the only people who knock on my door is the delivery drivers and I just let them leave their packages and move on we save each other a lot of time by not having to <laughs> run into each other but there are a lot of distractions as a work-at-home mom because there's a lot of different things happening so I am interested to put this into practice especially for these projects that I have coming up that being said I have utilized techniques like this in the past as a work-at-home mom as a work-at-home wife I remember when I was preparing for my very first maternity leave with my daughter I had at the time I worked for a marketing company and I I don't remember how many clients I had but I feel like it was like 15 to 16 clients and I was doing weekly blogs for those clients I was doing Facebook posts and as part of a way to uh, help out my other co-workers my goal was to get enough blogs and posts written pre-written so that they wouldn't have to write anything on my eight weeks of maternity leave guys it was insane insane but I was so proud of myself because I I broke the project down you know this is how many blogs that I have to do okay well let's come up with topics for all those blogs this is how many posts I have to do let's find a theme you know take the blogs that I'm writing and take every point and make that a post you know so I had to break my projects down and then I just cranked away I realized that if I did like four or five blogs a day that I would meet my deadline and I would set my timer to just give myself X amount of minutes to work on a blog and I would just work like mad and I set my timer so that all of my other coworkers would hear it like I made it loud not because they would have cared they wouldn't care but there was something in my brain it was like triggering my fight-or-flight reflex which I'm sure is totally horrible and I've probably really messed myself up now but but it like triggered that fight-or-flight and I'm like oh, 
I've got to get this done and I can't let anybody know that I'm missing my timer so I've got to get this done before the timer goes off and so definitely not the Pomodoro technique necessarily but still utilizing timers so there are multiple different timers that you can use as you are trying to navigate how you want to prioritize your workday you could use a timer on your phone obviously most phones come with timers so your iPhone has a timer on it right there you don't have to download anything special for it or you can get yourself a handy dandy little little timer. I found this one on Amazon. We use that one a lot and I keep it on my desk until it gets swiped by my daughter who um, has been using it to make tea. <laughs> so she'll set her little tea timer so that she knows when it's done. And so now it sits by the coffee machine. But so that's the gist of the Pomodoro technique. The only tool you need is a timer and you can change it and tweak it to match your own style. So if you're really in a groove after 25 minutes and you really think that keeping on and cranking on would be helpful for you, then go for it. Because I'm serious, if as a work at home mom, if you find an opportunity where you're able to just crank stuff out and you're really just feeling it and you're getting it done and you're getting your list accomplished or you're getting this one big task accomplished, I say sit down and do it. Don't let yourself get interrupted. Don't let yourself get distracted. Don't say, oh, well, it's been 25 minutes. I need to get up. That being said, maybe it would help your brain to kind of refresh. So you get to kind of tweak these things as you go. So that's the gist of the Pomodoro technique. I hope that you're able to utilize some of those techniques and some of that philosophy to help improve your productivity in your work at home life. But I do have a couple other techniques that you can utilize if you just want to try out some different ideas or try some different things in your life that would help keep you productive and focused in those moments when you can get productive and focused. So here is another time management technique. I've not heard of this. I was researching some different time management techniques to share with you guys. I've never heard of this one and it actually makes me chuckle. I'm going to read it just so that I can make sure and get it correct. And this is where you categorize tasks into four quadrants and you do those tasks based on urgency and importance. Okay, so here we go. Here are the quadrants. Quadrant one is urgent and important tasks, so do immediately. Quadrant two is important, but not urgent tasks. Schedule and prioritize. Quadrant three is urgent, but not important tasks. Delegate if possible. And quadrant four is not urgent and not important tasks. Consider eliminating. I actually think that's kind of a helpful way of breaking things out, especially as a work at home mom. I think that this can be really a helpful way of managing your day and your schedule, mostly because because, and I know that I kind of manage, I would say as a work at home mom, you're probably using bits and pieces of all of these different techniques and you figure that out in a way of trying to get through your day or make your day more productive. I use bits and pieces of this kind of thing where you put things in order of like most important. Like one of the examples is whenever I plan one of my kids' birthday parties, I tend to make birthday parties a bit of a thing and it's mostly just because I enjoy it. I really, really enjoy making all kinds of crazy food and doing these ridiculously elaborate things. I don't go out on the decorations it's generally the food. I just go crazy on the food and I make all these really cool concoctions and crazy things that I don't normally make and it's so much fun. But when I'm planning for a birthday party, I have this big list of all these things that I think, okay, I'd really like to do all these things. But in the back of my head, I know here's the things that are going to have to happen. Like I have to have the birthday cake and I have to have, you know, a part of the main course and I have to have an appetizer. And, you know, so you have like, these are the things I have to have. These are the things that would be really fun to have. And I'd like to include them, but if they don't happen, it's not gonna be the end of the world. And then these are the things that would just be the icing on the cake and they'd be way fun, but they totally don't have to happen. So if I don't run into time for that, skipping it doesn't even matter. So that's kind of how I use that in that part of my life. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
and I'm still finding my way as a work at home mom in how I would use that technique just for my own work at home life. I know my work at home life has changed a lot in the past couple years. At this point, three years ago, my husband and I started a business and I had to work really hard at that business. It was a baby business and it was a service-based local business. So we're working with local people and serving local people in our community and it really required a lot of my time and a lot of my energy. And I had to spend a lot of time marketing and I had to spend a lot of time reaching out to people and I had to spend a lot of time making sure everybody's experience was really, really good. And my husband was spending a lot of time actually providing the service. Uh, we did real estate photography, still do, do real estate photography. And so it required a lot of my time and I had to really figure out that balance of how to do this with all of these kids. I had three kids at the time. And over the three years, we have finally kind of reached this plateau spot where we have a ton of clients. We've hired other photographers to take my husband's roles. And we've also hired a really amazing office assistant who manages a lot of the office work that I was having to do, client care and responding to people and booking things and that kind of stuff. In addition to, you know, hiring other people on our team, we have, you know, amazing virtual assistants who are helping with our marketing and we have amazing virtual assistants who are helping with some of the other digital media type stuff that I was having to do on my own and having to spend a lot of time working on. So I've kind of reached this place in my career, in our work, my work at home mom life, where I've actually worked myself out of a job, which I will say, very good. That is what you're working towards, I feel like, as a work-at-home mom. You're working yourself into a position where you aren't needed, but you're still able to be around and be involved, but also maybe not being as needed on an hourly basis. That being said, now that I have that kind of going, I'm trying to kind of reprioritize my life and figure out, you know, where are my priorities sit? What am I working on? Obviously, I picked up a new project like this, but I'm also trying to hone in on some of the other projects that I had and tighten tighten in on things that I had kind of gotten slack on, like my housekeeping and homemaking abilities. So that's kind of like a little backstory on how I have been a work at home mom and kind of some of the things, the ways it changes over the years. Another time management technique that we have talked about before, so I can always link it to other, other episodes that we've done, but time blocking. I find time blocking to be super effective in my life because it's not holding me into such a rigid schedule, but it is holding me to certain tasks throughout the day. So, you know, you might have your morning time block where you know that you're going to be making breakfast and getting dressed and getting ready for your day and getting your kids ready for their day. Maybe if you have a bunch of errands to run, you're going to be getting bags packed or perhaps, you know, you're going to be staying home. So you're cleaning up the kitchen after breakfast and you're getting everybody ready for their school. You know, you're going to kind of have like this morning time block where you know what you're going to do. Maybe you're not going to do it in the same way every single day or you're not going to do the exact same thing every day, but you do know what's going to happen within that time block. Like, Likewise, you would have, so we've got like our morning time block, then we've got our, our lunch time block where we're going to have lunch and then we're going to get ready for naps and quiet time and we're going to brush teeth and go potty and, you know, kind of do those things. And then after that, we're going to have our afternoon time block where everybody's more slow and quiet um, as they wake up from their naps or maybe in that afternoon time block, they are taking their naps. So I'm cranking out material and content that I have to have where it's really quiet around here, which doesn't happen all that often. And then, you know, after that, we're going to have kind of our late afternoon routine where we're going to be getting the kitchen cleaned up. We're going to be getting ready for dinner. Maybe we're working on a craft project while I'm making dinner or the kids are going outside to play if it's, you know, really nice or if it's mostly nice. And then you got your evening time block where, you know, we're going to be doing dinner and we're going to be doing baths and we're going to be doing pajamas and we're going to sit 
sit down and read books and then we're gonna go get in bed and then there's the after bedtime routine where I'm still cleaning up the rest of the house and getting everything tidied up and ready for the next day or uh, maybe I'm working on some projects coming up that have really strict deadlines and I got to get those kinds of things cranked out so time blocking seems to be really effective in my life and I really like the, the looseness of time blocking because I don't like being held to like this very rigid schedule where you do exactly the same thing at exactly the same time every single day I'm not one of those types of people okay and the last time management technique is actually really funny it's called eat that frog it's based off of a book by Brian Tracy which I haven't read yet but now I'm really intrigued and I'd kind of like to read the book so I'm gonna be adding that to my list and basically the philosophy is you think about your tasks for the day and you pick the most biggest important hardest tasks that you've been putting off or that you don't want to do and you do that first thing in the morning while you have the most energy that would be the frog so you're doing that first thing in the day the point of this is that by completing the most important task right off the bat you are able to use all of your good energy on that all of your first energy of the day and get that task completed right immediately plus in some ways it kind of is like a snowball effect where once you accomplish that first goal then you're running off of the endorphins that you can use to finish the other goals as well so I can totally see how this would be effective and I could probably definitely use this in my life one thing that I think about that kind of goes along with that there's a woman on TikTok and Instagram if you look up keep it simple sparkles she has home cleaning techniques that are really fun and really easy and she kind of has her cleaning schedule for her house kind of situated like this like this eat that frog kind of technique she wakes up she gets ready for her day and then she spends the first 15 minutes of her day accomplishing a cleaning task for the day so she has her home all broke up into quadrants where every day I think she does it in like a two-week interval so every you know over two weeks she touches every area of her home and gets it all tidied up and cleaned cleaned specifically she's not really talking about tidying and organizing she does but it's more specifically cleaning and so first thing in the morning 15 minutes she spends you know just powering through cleaning the bathrooms or mopping the floor in the kitchen or tidying up the cabinets or you know any specific task that she has for that day she just blocks off those first 15 minutes before her kids wake up to give herself a little bit of an endorphin rush get something done get the house cleaned up a little bit and that way she can go on through the rest of her day working on the rest of her tasks and I think that that could be a really helpful thing for moms especially if the frog would be housework and I feel like my frog would definitely be housework all right that brings me to the end of the very first episode of season two this season we're going to be talking a lot about time management and productivity and really honing in on balancing your schedule and your time as a work at home mom I'm so excited to be going on this journey with you guys I'm excited to learn stuff about this as well because there are a lot of things that I could do to improve my schedule and my productivity by a long shot so I'm excited to do that with you and I really hope that you join us along we will have this all set up so make sure you subscribe subscribe and join us along on this journey over the next couple weeks as we discuss all of this productivity and time management hacks for busy work at home moms. I really hope that you enjoyed today and I hope that it can help you as a work at home mom. Until next time, see ya!